Ladies and gentlemen, it's the Ed and Bob Show, number 54. Good morning. Good morning. We've talked the whole night through. Good morning. Good morning to you. And you and you. Hey, Ed. Guess what? What? It's great. Good morning. (laughs) Good morning to you. When the band began to play, the stars were shining bright. And then, well, you know, the milkman to say good night. So good morning, good morning, sunbeams will shine bright too. Good morning, good morning to you. Yes, 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 yes. It is a good morning somewhere. And uh, we're here. It's the Ed and Bob Show. That's what it is. I'm Bob. He's Ed. And Ed is here to tell you what's coming up this half hour. All right. We got a pretty good show for you today. We're going to talk about warranties for one thing, because uh, I'm sure you probably have a warranty on your car, maybe your refrigerator, maybe mm-hmm. your cell phone. Who knows? Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about that. Plus, we've got the topics and we've got the mailbox. We got complaints. We got all kinds of things for you. We got your comments and corrections and all that good stuff. It's always fun to to get together. And it talk. is. You know, I have a lot of people that tell me. You know, uh, when I listen to the show, I usually listen when I'm uh, listen to it when I'm walking like Cherokee Boulevard, <laughs> walking the trail, walking at a park, uh, or, or running a little bit. I don't know about running. That's yeah, a little, but they they yeah. they just they put it in and they say it's a perfect thirty minutes where I can. You know, get some exercise and listen to you guys and keeps my mind occupied. And all I've got to say to that is thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Also, we should start a, you know, I just thought about this. We should start a segment where we always give a couple of shout outs. Oh, shout out to? Well, just people that tell us they listen. And one of them is Clarence Beeman. Clarence yeah. says he listens to every one of our shows. Like I think he said, uh, usually before he goes to bed at night is when he, mm-hmm. he'll listen to one. And uh, we th- just thank you for listening. He was very kind. He said he really, really enjoys it. Well, thank you, Clarence. We enjoy you, too. Buddy. Yes. We, I run into a lot of people who say, wish you guys were back on the radio. And I tell them, I said, in a way, we are. <laughs> yeah. You know, if you got a cell phone, if you've got a computer, go to edandbob.com and listen. It's just that easy. You'll hear the show. And there's tons of shows on there. What is this, number 54 or something? Yeah. You can listen all day long. And then being on, you can listen on Alexa at home if you have one of those little well, things. Yeah, if Ed, yeah. Ed will come over and help you figure it out. Yeah, right. And also uh, Apple Podcasts. We're going to talk more about that, too. I won't have Alexa really confused because I think I'm going to end up with three of them. <laughs> Wait a minute. Which one are you on? Where are you? you? <laughs> uh, all right. What we got in the news, Ed? Well, there's some big news coming up July the 1st. Okay. Uh, that's uh, Tennessee's handheld cell phone ban takes effect July the 1st. First. Now, what this means, ladies and gentlemen, if you're using a handheld cell phone in your car, yeah. you're going to get arrested. What if I have a carry permit? No. That didn't help? No. <laughs> you can't scroll through social media while you're sitting at a red light with uh, Bob behind you blowing the horn. You cannot yeah. look for addresses or directions while you're driving. Mm. You cannot even touch that phone while you're driving in the state of Tennessee. Now, that's going to scare the heck out of some of these tourists, whoa, too, if they whoa. really enforce this. Wow. They ought to put a sign up at the state line. No more cell phones. Wow. So you have to go to the... It's going to be a learning curve here for a lot of people. Yeah, well, it's going to be for me because when I go back out in the car, I'm going to have to put on my hands-free deal mm. and see how that works. 
<laughs> yeah, I'll be blowing the horn when you're sitting at that light. Yeah, trying My to phone won't work. <laughs> oh, I got that thing on. Okay. Well, to keep yourself in check, ask a passenger to make calls and texts for you while you do that, or program yeah. that GPS before hitting the road. And, of course, don't get a ticket because they're <laughs> no. going to be looking for you. I wonder what a ticket would cost. I don't know. They'll probably warn you at first. I hope so. Yeah, I think so. United Airlines has a pretty good thing right now. What's that? Have you ever been on a flight and you you got a connection flight and you get there and it's already left? Oh, yeah. That's happened yeah. to me. Yeah. Well, now United Airlines will hold planes for connecting flyers. What? Yeah. Not while I'm sitting on that plane, they better not. <laughs> <laughs> well, they will. They'll We're hold not waiting on Brantley. Let's get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> well, I remember one time we were flying to Colorado, <clears throat> folks from the radio station. We were on a ski trip, and we were going to Colorado, and we were late. So the airline, I forgot which one it was. I think it's American or Delta or something. Anyway, they brought, a bus, they brought a bus over, unloaded us down the ramp onto the bus, and drove the, be- the bus across the Dallas airport to the next flight. No and put way. Us on it. Yeah. And when we Would got y'all take the- up half the plane? Yeah, and, they, and the people on the plane <laughs> applauded. They did. They said, oh, finally, they're here. <laughs> well, if you have a tight connection while flying Ooh. United Airlines, you might benefit from their new connection saver tool that identifies departing flights that can be held for connecting customers. Wow. So this is online now, and it's uh, launched the connection saver tool. And uh, they've expanded it to Chicago, Denver, and other places, some of the airlines' busiest hubs. I don't know if Knoxville uh, qualifies for that. But at any rate, if the plane is docked at one you know, at one gate, they'll they'll make sure that you get to it and uh, tell you where to go, and they'll hold the flight for us. Well, you know, very often this has happened to me, uh, and maybe to you over the years, because Knoxville is not a hub. It's a destination. You're getting off the plane when you get here, and you're not going, getting on another one. So um, I can remember being like Atlanta. I thought, well, my plane is gone, and you get there, and they're holding it because they're they don't want to put you up for the night or anything like that. They're, I mean, I, or I've times I've sat on that plane going, why are we sitting here? I'm ready to go, you know. And we're sitting, or we're waiting for other passengers who have landed in there in the terminal, and you're waiting and waiting and waiting, and then they get on, and and then we're ready to leave now. Well, I was ready 30 minutes ago. Well, yeah, you probably were. But you could have been the one that was waiting. Well, you know, I know. Yeah, you could have been the other side of that. I, I remember have. being on a flight, a Delta flight, coming to Knoxville, and I heard, <laughs> no, I was in the terminal getting on the flight, and I heard over the PA system, paging Bobby Denton. Bobby Denton. Please go to gate B-23. Bobby Denton, gate B-23. You know where Bobby Denton was. He was at the bar. Yeah, yeah that's where he was. was. Uh, trying to... Uh, Get Talk to other people. Up. Yeah, that's, that's it. it. All right. Well, let's, uh, what else? I know we got to move along here. We got to get into the questions. And I know Mr. Brantley's got a question of the day. Ladies and gentlemen, would you like to advertise on the Ed and Bob show? Yes. All right. Good. Okay. Well, here's how you can do that. We're going to let you go to our website, edandbob.com, and we have this information posted there, or we will. Yeah, we will. We will. 
And here's what you can do. You can name the studio. That means we'll say we're broadcasting from the blah, blah, blah studio four times a show mm-hmm. for $40. Yeah. Or you can get two 15-second commercials for $20 a show. I mean, everybody can afford $20. Come on, man. You're going to reach our five or 600 people that listen to the show, or, or it's growing every day? Yeah. It's well worth it. Yeah, so, you know, buy a month's worth and give it a try. You can get 30-second spot for $25 a show. It's and it's not one of those shows where, you know, where they turn the radio and it's in the background. Yeah. And it's just, you know, people aren't really... People are listening. They are listening to the show on purpose more than any other thing that yeah. you can ever advertise. So on. try it. We'll bill you. Yeah. Go to adandbob.com and uh, say, I'd like to try it, and uh, we'll get in touch with you. Get you hooked up. All right. All right, Ed, I got a question for you. You ready? Yep. All right. Do do you look – this is kind of a crazy question, but yet everybody has an opinion on this. Every day, do you look forward to going to the mailbox and seeing what's there? It's kind of like a surprise package every day. Now, maybe your wife is the one that always goes to get the mail, or maybe it's you. No, it's me. So do you go up down there and go – well, I wonder what crap's in here today. Or do you go, I wonder what interesting thing is there. I mean, is it, is it an optimistic view or like, oh, God, I hope it's another bill? Well, the one thing I do, I bring all the mail to the house, set it on the counter. Okay. And then I ignore it for days. And if there's anything left on the counter the next day, I throw it away. I don't open anything except maybe something addressed to me. So you let your wife handle if, the openings no if it's if it's something she's in but if it's addressed to me mm-hmm. ed brantley i will open it and take care of it all right, right. but otherwise i'm not messing when with i was it. a younger person and you know you're you're struggling to make ends meet you you were you were thinking oh god the electric bill is going to come next day or two <laughs> you're going you know okay i know it's going to be due but now it's it's kind of like um um it's online isn't it well, true, but yeah. um, when we were on commission, we got all sorts of invitations to everything, and then we yeah. went to like half of them, yeah. maybe. But everybody wants you to be somewhere, and uh, but now you know you get um, mostly it's people thinking that you've got five hundred dollars to spend to go to dinner, <laughs> and you're going, "Are you kidding me?" <laughs> well, I, you know, I'm getting a lot. I, I mean, they've got me pinpointed for retirement because I get every day I get something. We're having a special steak dinner at this mm-hmm. restaurant to talk about your retirement plan or talk about yeah. health insurance or something like that. We got one yesterday on that. Oh, did you? Yeah, yeah I don't want to do It's that. free dinner. Free yeah, I dinner. I don't care. And then they're going well, to you sign know, you. If it's a free dinner, you're in trouble. Because you're going don't, to pay for it. Don't go. Don't go. Any, there's nothing free. <laughs> It's, That's very true. Yeah, there ain't nothing free. There ain't no free dinners. No, ain't no free dinners. You're going to sign you up for something. Maybe you get a timeshare before you get out oh, of there. Oh, goodness. <laughs> Remember those, don't you, yeah. when you go on vacation. All right, let's see. Um, where are we? Okay, let's go. Uh, you're going to tell everybody what's coming up, and then you got a sponsor. Yeah, we're going to talk about the warranties and things, and this is going to be fun, and we got a pretty good show here for the rest of this time, mm-hmm. so be sure to stay with us now. Now, if you've ever planned a service or a funeral unexpectedly, then you know how difficult it can be during a, such a stressful and emotional time because tell you what you're going to have to do. You're going to have to talk to everybody in your family, either that or you're going to have to take the blunt of it yourself. And probably you want to spread the cost around so you don't want to just say, well, I'll take care of it. <laughs> so anyway, the professionals at Gentry Griffey will make this process as easy and streamlined as possible while making sure to note all wishes and exceed every expectation. And here's one of the things that they offer. 
pre-planning. That can give you the peace of mind and remove that stressful decision from your loved ones. And I remember my blessed mother, bless her heart, she did that. And so we went into the funeral home down here and says, well, what's it going to cost? What am I going to do here and all that? And they said, you don't have to do anything. She's already taken care of it. You're kidding It's me. done. It is done, done, done. Bless her heart. And and I thought, wow, what about that? So you didn't know? No, did not know. Really? No, didn't know. Wouldn't that be great for all kids to go in They they go, and then the guy goes, no, no, I've already talked to him or her, and, and you're good. And you're going, when? <laughs> uh, they, they looked in the file. They had a, <clears throat> pardon me, they had a file with their name on it. They says, no, it's all done. Right wow. here it is. And, it's and you can do of. that by jo- going to Gentry Griffey. Those yeah, absolutely. And those people are A-plus. Here's the phone number, 865-689-4481. And it's not just that funeral home. They'll, the 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 prepayment is for any funeral home, okay? Mm, sure. It can be anywhere. So they have several affordable packages for you. Just a phone call away, 865-689-4481. All right, and we're going to get to our main topic of the day, which is warranties. Why do we demand them? Are we paying for them? Should everybody have them? Or is this an, just an American thing? It is like a tax for regular people. <laughs> yes, I don't know. You know, it's a $40 billion business. You're kidding. No. I no $40 billion, billion. With a B. B. Wow. Wow. And I'm guessing that they actually make money. They don't spend all $40 billion fixing oh, no, it's, your stuff. No, it's like, <clears throat> pardon me, it's like gift cards. <laughs> You know, they know they're going to you're going to they're yeah. going to make a lot of money on gift cards. But I, the, my first experience with warranties, of course, is the automobile or buying right. a car. And they say, do you want the extended warranty? And they take you into the separate office where the financial manager is, and he gets out these triple forms and stuff right. and starts filling that out. Right. And then, the and powertrain warranty. You know what a powertrain is? I'm not really positive. I think it's the transmission or something. That's about it. The transmission and the rear end, and that's all. So that warranty is useless. Oh, my gosh. Well, you know, I've looked at this and studied this a little bit. America, more Americans, America, the whole country, not America, United States, we have been taught that you need a warranty on everything. Let me give you an example. On automobiles, which you talked about, the warranties on new cars in America are longer than warranties on the same new car in any other country. Most countries in the world, your same car, whatever car you got, you know, whatever car you got, you got a whatever it is in other countries, most warranties on new cars are one year. That's it. One year in America, we got anything from four years to ten. Right. Isn't the Kia like ten years? Yeah, and Volkswagen's got one now forever. Really? Yeah, and you, it's transferable. In other countries, it's one year mm. warranty on a car. So don't buy anything, right? Is that what you're? Well, I is? guess what I'm basically saying is, uh, um, uh, I can remember when uh, you used to have a car, and you'd think the car will not last as long as right. the payments, right. not the warranty. Right. Once upon a time, cars, like after four years, were, yeah. am I right? Yeah, 12,000 miles, they were gone. It, it was just, and now Americans kind of demanded this. So, and, and 
I think that uh, America's really the culprit on these warranties. We've demanded them all. Now, there's different kind of warranties uh, we've talked about. You've got the regular warranty that comes with a car. You've got the extended warranty, which they try to get you to buy. Even if I buy something like $10 at Lowe's and they say, you want an extended warranty? I'm like, a $10 thing? Yeah, it's only $4. dollars <laughs> we'll try to get in touch with them. <laughs> yeah, lots of luck with that. Yeah. And then you have implied warranties. A lot of states have implied warranties to where whatever it is you bought should do whatever it does. If you bought a copier, it should actually copy stuff. Right. Okay? That's an implied warranty. But... It's Americans that demand this stuff. Well, here, here's the thing. Almost two-thirds of in-store electronic shoppers and nearly three-quarters of appliance purchasers say mm-hmm. that an associate pitched them a warranty. Yeah. Why did they pitch them? They didn't want them to feel good about their purchase. They're making money off of it. Big get, money. Yeah, they get half of it. So so when, they, when you buy a warranty, <laughs> that business is going to get half that money at least. And also, today's appliances are fairly reliable for the most part. You know, it, it, the chance of your refrigerator or dishwasher actually needs repair during the warranty period is pretty low. They do actually work longer than yeah you think usually. What was it? What did uh, Home Advisor and said that if even if your appliance broke, the warranty would be about as much as it costs to fix it. <laughs> exactly, and you already probably have an extended coverage through the credit card. Yeah. Always, oh, buy, that's true. Always that's true. buy an appliance. Always buy a cell phone. Always buy any electronics with a credit card because you have an automatic extended warranty. A lot of credit, and you may not even be aware of that. You may have a credit card that does give you that extended warranty. Wow! Right, and you don't even know it. Well, but here's the thing, you know, it's it's kind of like dental insurance. Yeah. I don't know about you, but I I have I've been very lucky. My teeth are in pretty good shape. Yeah. So I don't spend a lot of money at a dentist. All right. But dental insurance would be probably ten times more than what I spend doing cleanings or something. If you add it up, you're right. Yeah. yeah. So you don't need it. You no. just pay for it out of your pocket. But you know, try to tell somebody that they think, oh no, I got in here. I got to have it. I think a lot of if you're just careful. You know, if you look at the reputation of the company that's made whatever it is you're buying, um, you might want to make sure you do take care of the good maintenance on your vehicle or, or whatever it is you may have. Take care of it at least. And one thing I did do to add to this discussion, Ed, I researched from um, this is from um, a consumer electri- a consumer affairs or whatever you call it, consumers. Uh, magazine mm-hmm. said, "What is the best automotive warranty? Did you see this? No. Best automotive warranty. What, do you, what vehicle do you think it is? I thought it'd be Volkswagen. It is Volkswagen. Yeah, because it's a lifetime type of warranty. Volkswagen has the best warranty of any any car maker. They say, and they don't even advertise it. No, they really don't. They don't ever tell you. Kia advertises their warranty more than other people. Isn't that the ten-year thing? Yeah. Is it Kia or yeah. is that some other one? No, that's but Volkswagen, they say, has the best warranty there is. And um, you know, of course, Volkswagen is the number one automotive company in Germany, which Germany makes a lot of cars. Yeah, they make more cars than anybody in Germany. And they probably make a lot more than a lot of people in, in the world. But they have the best warranty. So there you go. Well, when you go rent a car at an airport mm-hmm. or rent a, go get a rental car, yeah. they're going to ask you for the insurance. And, they, and then they're going to say, 
Well, now, I'll tell you what, if you don't buy this insurance, you're going to have to pay every penny of this repair. And then they'll tell you about the gasoline, yeah. to buy the gasoline thing. Because you, it's going to be $9 a gallon if they you don't buy it. They scare you to death. Exactly. You don't need it. You have, if you have homeowner's insurance, if you have automobile insurance, you don't need their insurance in the airport. And I can't tell you how many times I've stood behind someone who's sitting there buying that. Oh yeah, and they Absolutely. have they have they have a car. They it's have almost a, half of what it costs to rent the daggone car. Exactly, and you don't need it because you already have insurance with your own, and it covers it. Yeah, yeah. I even have you know, my credit card um, actually has that insurance built in. So if, as long as you put that charge, like you said earlier, yeah. on that credit, credit card, card, you're covered. Exactly. Move on. Exactly. So when I walk up there, I say no, no, no. Well, you're gonna, you know, like you were saying, yeah. no. no. But, boy, it's a hard sell, isn't it? They make a lot of money off warranty. Oh, absolutely. That's what they do it for. That's why they're giving you the hard sell. Because you're buying something that's in thin air. Exactly. It might happen one day. Maybe. Maybe. It <laughs> maybe might, forever. Maybe, <laughs> maybe. 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 It's You know, if you can sell you something that doesn't even exist, unless maybe. <laughs> it's not like, you know, I, I built this thing and you're buying it, and I guarantee the warranty. It's They're selling you air. That's right. So You don't need it, folks. Don't do it. Do right. not do it. All right. All right. So uh, coming up, folks, we're going to talk about uh, our mailbox and complaints. And yeah. we got a few complaints here to talk about in the mailbox and questions and things. and. I got a pretty good complaint. It's this, not this this, my complaint's not for everybody, but for those you know anyway. So uh, you've got a sponsor. I do. I've got Knoxville Wholesale Furniture. They got a clearance center. Ed. It is the largest clearance center in the state of Tennessee. Over one hundred thousand square feet of furniture, and it's good. Just got re- completely remodeled and improved. More selection, more legendary low prices. Get on in there and and see them today. What you knew, you know, Knoxville Wholesale Furniture has these two huge. Uh, furniture centers, and when something doesn't sell there after like 30 days, you know where it does? It goes out the back door, and it shows up at the clearance center for pennies on the dollar, up to 80% on name brand manufacturers' furniture. It's just, and when you go in there, you have to go in there often because things only in there very shortly uh, or for a short period of time, and then they're gone. So you can save a lot of money, get on there and see them. They're next to Westtown Mall. And Knoxville Wholesale Furniture, I want to throw a plug in here. They're family-owned since 1992. They employ over 150 Knoxville people, and it all stays here in town. Voted the best furniture store in Knoxville by City View and the Knoxville New Sentinel for over five years. They're next to West Elm. Go in there and see them Monday through Saturday, 10 to 6. They're closed on Sunday, so their employees can spend time with their uh, families on Sunday. So there you go. All right, Lad, let's get on down here to your complaint. You've got one. What is it? My complaint? Yeah, what is it? I thought we were going to the mailbox. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought we were doing... Oh, you're right. The mailbox. <laughs> I'm like moving along. All right. What's our mailbox? Simone from Farragut says, on the 19th, Bobby Denton was inducted into the Country Music Hall of Fame. Ooh. Any stories? Wow, yeah. Well, we got a lot of stories. Which ones can you tell? Well, I'll, no, on the, you know, here yeah, on the no. podcast. That's, yeah. What you got? I'll tell the one that uh, I did on his, I wrote on his thing. But it's, uh, uh, I was talking to Dolly Parton one time when I was up at Dollywood Broadcasting. And I said, didn't you date Bobby Denton? Mm. And she says, well, kind of. She said, we went out one time. And she said, uh, she said it wasn't very much fun. I said, why? She said, well, Bobby took me to a drag strip. <laughs> and all he... All 
All he wanted to do was talk about cars. And that's I Bobby. Said, well, he that's loved, Bobby. He there loved cars, man. So there you go. Wow. Yeah, you Bobby. Got a, you got a story? Yeah, the only thing I can think of is, you know, um, Bobby... Um, which one am I going to tell? I'm 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 going to, I'm going to, I'm going to give you this one. Um, I, I, Bobby was the greatest compromiser I've ever seen in my life, and, and what I mean by that is, you could take two people that hate each other, <laughs> and we know a lot of people that hate each other, okay? Mm-hmm. And you you never you know in business it'd be so difficult to get them together. Bobby had a talent somehow of getting people that hated each other <laughs> to. To come together. I mean, I, he would, I, I would, I've, I remember one time these two people, he was trying to work out a deal. I said, Bobby, not in a million years will those two guys talk to each other. And I was going to, I went down to the um, half shell. Remember the half shell? Mm-hmm. Walked in there. The three of them are sitting at a table having a drink. And I, th- I was stunned. I was stunned that they were in the same building together. Mm-hmm. He had a, he had a knack for getting people to compromise. And, and I, and I guess this is because of the way he was. So that's what I've got for you. Uh, he never wanted to fire anyone. I remember that. No. I yeah. would go to him and say, this guy's crazy. He's awful. <laughs> we'll work it out. <laughs> there you we'll go. Work it out. All right. What else you got? Well, let's see. Uh, Derek from Middlesboro, Kentucky. Was KFC, I guess that's Kentucky Fried Chicken, was this started in Middlesboro? I remember that store there. Did you, ever go, did you go up to Middlesboro a lot? No, but I've driven through there, and I've seen a store that says it's the original. Well, this one was right there where you, before you go into a park. Oh, I don't, and I, that, I don't know. That, I remember it so well. Well, you're kind of from that area. Well, I drove that a lot up yeah. through there years ago, but it wasn't the one that started it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it started in Corbin, Kentucky, at what used to be a gas station off the highway there. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, I didn't realize this. Kentucky Fried Chicken is the largest chain restaurant there is behind McDonald's. That shocks me. I would think Wendy's or Burger King or something like that. Guess where it's most popular? Where? China. Is it really? <laughs> China. It was the first Western restaurant to open in China. Uh-huh. It has since expanded rapidly, which it's now the company's single largest market. China. Really? Yeah. So well, that's interesting. I love Kentucky Fried Chicken. I do too. And, I do, and to I, my, I do to, love it. To, to my demise. Yes, exactly. That's what I was going to say. It adds inches to my waist every time I go in yeah, there, but I love it. It was yeah. the first American fast food chain to go to Canada, United Kingdom, Mexico, Jamaica. That was back in the mid '60s when there wasn't even, people even didn't think about franchising stuff. Eventually owned by R.J. Reynolds, um, then PepsiCo. Uh, I guess PepsiCo still owns it because they own the chains. They, yeah, they own Yum, Yum Brands. Yum Brands. Yeah. yeah, and they have the Yum yeah. Center up there in Louisville. Um, and then you remember Harlan Sanders, Colonel. Harlan Sanders had the secret recipe. Yeah, it's eleven secret. herbs and spices. <laughs> and and the the secret to the chicken was his pressure cooked. And then yeah. and then along came this other chicken company that that was not as uh, popular as KFC, but people smaller restaurants would use yeah. it. I forgot the name of that chicken, but anyway, it was it was amazing. I mean, uh, Kentucky Fried Chicken franchise opened in Utah in 1952. That's that was the first, the first franchise, which yeah. really freaked me in out. In Utah, in Utah, did did you um, didn't it, wasn't the story that is he started with his Social Security check or something? Yeah, well, you remember that he had lost about eight or ten jobs, 
And he's in his 60s when he started. Was he really that old? So there you go, Bob. There's hope for us. There's hope for me and you? Yeah, we can do something. Ed and Bob Chicken. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, this is what disappoints me. I think, you know, John Brown was one of the 1964. He was one of the owners of Kentucky Fried Chicken. uh, Governor governor of Kentucky. Yeah, and beautiful wife. But, however... They changed the franchise. They thought the fried chicken was not going to be popular, so they said they started calling it KFC instead. Of, they took away the word fried. Oh, uh, that that's the reason just, they changed it. Yeah, just like Dolly has taken the word Dixie out of the stampede in Pigeon Forge. Boy, she did that like. Yeah, like, overnight. It's like they changed the sign at Over, two a.m. or something. I know it. Overnight, she took <laughs> the word Dixie out of yeah. it. Yeah. So, it, but they took the word "fried chicken," "fried" out of the thing. So now it's KFC. I thought it was just a shortening. I didn't realize no, no, it no. was a particular no, reason. No. You've educated me here. Yeah. Wow. So they were afraid that it for a um, health thing that people wouldn't like fried anymore. Right. I guess. Listen, why well, there? It better be fried. <laughs> you I got fact, that right. To be honest with you, I don't, I've had their. Um, uh, grilled, grilled. Nah. Oh, God, I don't like. I have it. to eat that at home. <laughs> I don't want it when I'm I don't that. like that. Not I like the crispy, the fried mm. chicken. Mm. Mm. Get a bucket of that Kentucky fried chicken, and I'll sit with you all day, baby. I'm telling you, you, I love that stuff. All right, we got to move on. This is the Ed and Bob Show. Ed's going to tell us what's coming up um, in future shows, and on also our, in just a moment on our next show, we're going to talk about are we living longer. And how long can you expect to live? Me or just well, all anyone? Of us? Yeah, oh, okay. I mean, you know, it, it's. Uh, I'm hoping to live like at least for until the next show. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, we're not going to get into any things like if you don't do this or don't do that, you'll live longer. Because okay. sometimes it's it's just a flip of the coin. Yeah. It's if your time's up, your time's up. Yeah. That'll be fun to talk about. This, yeah, it will. You know? yeah, it will. really will be. And what was the other thing we said we were going to talk about? Uh, um, I remember now. I'll go back and listen to the show. We got a lot of great topics. And and by the way, if other people's have other people have topics they'd like for us to talk about, uh-huh. email us. Okay. And we're going to tell you how you can do that coming up in just a moment. All right, let's move along. And um, now we get to complaints. All right, here's, complain my, here's my for, complaint. All right, all right. What is it? I got this letter in the mail the other day, and I know now. Now this is not this is not go to everybody because the people in the city of Knoxville have Knox. They have their own garbage collection and everything. But a lot of people in East Tennessee, especially yeah. in surrounding counties around Knox, has Tennessee trash service. Yeah. The little white trucks you see on the road, mm-hmm. it's the best thing I've ever seen. These they, people they do are, a good job. They're nice. Oh, man. They're so cordial. They're always on time. They don't make a lot of noise. I mean, it's just excellent. So, and it was inexpensive. It didn't cost hardly anything to have your trash picked up every month. I mean, it's, it's, it's ridiculous. So anyway, we get this letter from Waste Management. We're pleased to announce that Tennessee Trash Service has merged with Waste Management oh, of Tennessee. They bought them? Yes. Guess what's going to happen now? We're going to raise that price, baby. You got that right. Now they're going to get those big green trucks coming down your driveway. Really? Oh, my gosh. So, well, you know the key to success is buying up your com- competition. Yeah. Well, they were wearing them out, I'll bet you. So anyway, that's wow. Uh, yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. Well, so, is it? Aren't there three options? So isn't there another one that's in East Tennessee? I don't know, but I'm gonna find out. Wow. It could You're, be. It could be my trunk. Maybe an option. <laughs> well, you know, historically, and I'm not saying this about anybody here, but historically in America, mm-hmm. trash collection 
was a, a, a mob thing. I mean, you can watch movies. Yeah. You know, they controlled the trash industry. Right. And New York City is the greatest example. Right. You're right. They controlled them. And, and what's the number one thing you don't want piling up on your streets? Trash. Trash. That's right. And, you know, you cooperate. You mm-hmm. get along. You, you pay us. Or, you know, I'm just so, saying. you know, there's, there's a hope in a burn barrel. <laughs> <laughs> Not in my neighborhood. I can see Woo. a burn barrel in your house. Oh, Lord have mercy. Well, you've got the city, though. You got, you're okay. Oh, yeah, we got it made. Yeah, well, We don't even it. pay for it. It's practically free. Oh, is it? They just give it to you because <laughs> yeah. you live there? Yeah, exactly. Okay. Here's my complaint, Ed. Complainers. Okay. Complainers? Yeah, maybe I'm complaining about you. I don't know. But here's my, now here's my thing, really. Have you ever had a meeting with people or something, and you're presenting an idea, and then they go, I don't like it. I don't, you know, I don't like it. I don't. The people that see everything half full. Well, you're talking about criticizing. Yeah, oh, they're criticize everything. They're everything's half full. Nothing's ever good enough. There's people in life that you'll find that whether you're in business or you're trying to help somebody or whatever it may be, nothing's ever good enough. It's never enough. Nobody's done what they want them to do. Probably and some s- marriages listening to you. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe so. But I'm just sick of it. Yeah. I'm, I, I think both of us, me and you both, have always tried to look at every situation as to what good can come out of it. Yeah. And But how many people have we met? That, uh, it's just bah humbug. Everything. And I'm over it. Eeyore. Oh, no, no, I can't here do that. we go. I that, can't do it now. I can't no, do it now. That's bad for everybody. No, no. I'm not happy. I'm just over it. And I, I, what I just want to say is quit, quit always being negative. Try to find some good in everything. Because it's a bad outlook on life. If all you want to do is criticize. You just want to get sick. Yeah, it's, it, it's you're going to die early. It's a disease. It, it really is. does. Yeah. It piles on. So that's my complaint for today. Tell everybody how they can um, uh, listen to the show. All right. Here's what you can do. The Ed and Bob show is available at edandbob.com, and that's where you want to go to look at our advertising rates, and we'd appreciate it if you consider that. You can download the Apple Podcast app or a TuneIn app. Search Ed and Bob and be sure to subscribe when you do that. Mm-hmm. On Alexa, in your Alexa skill settings, boy, these words just to, yeah, for an old man like me, I'm just, <laughs> in your skill settings. Get in, your skills ready, Ed. Come in, on. <laughs> enable TuneIn and then tell Alexa to go to TuneIn. And then she'll ask you what you want to hear and you tell her exactly this. Ed and Bob Show. Whoa, I like that. Hey, you got comments? Edandbob.com in the comments section right down there below there. Also, you can email us. That's where you can talk to us about advertising. Ed and Bob at yahoo.com. But don't, uh, video us. Or what do they say with their, their, the, NSA is downloading all the <laughs> Yahoo videos. Yeah, I don't use Yahoo. <laughs> no. no. Hey, on Twitter, Ed and Bob Knox, at Ed Brantley, at Bob Thomas Knox, and Facebook.com slash 
Ed and Bob. There you go. Now tell everybody what we got coming up on our next well, show. Are you you think are we all living longer? Is our lifespan getting bigger? How long can you expect to live? We'll talk about it next time on the Ed and Bob Show. I'm hoping to live as long as I can. How lucky can one guy be? And be lucky. <laughs> hey Ed, I enjoyed it. See you next time. Okay, buddy. The fella once said, "Ain't that a kick in the head?" Completely black. I hugged her and she hugged back. Like the sailor said, quote, ain't that a hole in a boat? My head keeps spinning. I go to sleep and keep grinning. If this is just the beginning, my life is gonna be beautiful. I Sun shining up to spread. It's just like the fella said. Tell me quick, ain't love a kick in the head. Like the fella once said, ain't that a kick in the head?